guy goes in to see a doc Says there's something wrong with me I got a sadness I can't shake now Is there something I can't take now? It's the hilarious World of Depression, Placebo Edition, another musical Placebo Edition this time out. I'm John Moe. On our last episode, we heard from our listeners about songs that they use to deal with depression. The go-to songs that certainly don't solve all problems, but can get you through a rough stretch, help you feel a bit more understood, a bit more hopeful. We heard from so many people that we're doing another batch this time around. Here we go. My name is Jennifer. I live in California and I have anxiety and depression. I'd say looking back on it now, my go-to song for the past couple years has been Don't Worry Baby by the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys got played a lot around my house when I was a kid, so it reminds me of a time when things were a little easier. And the 60s sunshine melody with Brian Wilson repeatedly telling you everything will turn out all right. Kind of helps me calm down when things aren't so good. Hi, my name is Caitlin and I'm from Indiana. My name is Megan. I live in Lawrence, Kansas. My go-to depression song is I Want to Get Better by Bleachers. have a high-functioning chronic depression that multiple people in my life have asked me, don't you just want to be happy? Don't you just want to get better? And I do. I do want to get better. I always go to this song because it's a little more upbeat than the usual like sad stuff that kind of makes me feel like, okay, I will just stay in bed all day. So this song is really amazing to scream at in your car when you're having a bad day at the top of your lungs. Plus, it's way better to have the phrase, I want to get better, playing over and over again in my head rather than anything else my crappy brain is capable of coming up with. I do. I want to get better. My name is Anne, and I'm from Minnesota. I'm really happy that you extended the call for songs that help with depression. A couple of years back, I was listening to an NPR podcast featuring Ryan Bingham. Something about his voice is really comforting to me. His song, Nobody Knows My Troubles, never fails to brighten my mood. Don't tell me about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble. Except for my baby and me. It talks about living with troubles, and in the third verse, he describes checking into the lost and found. And when he sings, What do you know, my baby come for me, it's as if there's a sudden positive turning of his world, and I can't sing along without smiling inside.
Hi, my name's Emmeline Ash. I'm currently a New England transplant living in Salt Lake City, Utah. My reliable coping song is Ripple off the album American Beauty by The Grateful Dead. There's just something about this song, its simplicity, its serenity. I'm not sure exactly. With the cold of sunshine And my tunes were played On the hall of strum Would you hear my voice Come through the music Whenever I hear it, it immediately comforts and uplifts me. I think that in a gentle sort of way, it reminds me of the universality of the intangible that we all experience. Everyone is on their own path. Everyone has to make their own meaning, but it's the universality of that fact that connects us all. The song simultaneously acknowledges the meaningless nature of our lives and the huge significance of our lives. I'm not sure if this makes any sense or if anyone else could relate, but all I know is this song helps me through my hard times and it makes me believe in the beauty of life. There is a fountain that was not me. Hi, my name is Fai. I'm from Bangkok, Thailand. I stay up too late. I got nothing on my brain. That's what people say. When I wake up with down mood and start negative self-talks and ruminating, when I realize that I'm having that kind of moment, I would immediately put on this song from YouTube. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, but particularly um, the African hipster version featuring Alex Boy and the Changing Lanes band. The lyrics help perfectly to shake off my rumination, but this particular version works like a charm for me, especially because seeing diverse groups of people dancing, people who aren't all white and don't have perfect body shapes, really gives me the life to join them dancing, hence I get off my bed. Well, um, after a year of feeling down and debilitating, I finally went to see a shrink for the first time. It was two months ago. And being properly diagnosed with MDD helps me to realize that some of the things that I've been struggling with daily are just a symptom of D, which perhaps can be managed with tricks like music. Unfortunately, in my country, we still have limited human resources of mental health professionals like therapists and psychologists. So tips shared on the internet by people who've been through the same things have really helped me. Fortunately though, here in Thailand, we have access to many generic drugs uh, to deal with depression and mental health issues. So I can afford my weekly um, medications with only a dollar or two. Shake, 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 shake it off, shake it off. 
I'm Susan Oliver, and I live in Portland, Oregon. And there's this song by Pink. It's called Raise Your Glass, and it pisses me right the hell off. Because see, my depression manifests itself not as feeling too sad. It shows up and it robs me of all of my emotions. So when depression hits, I feel nothing for days, just nothing. So I need for my music to give me my emotions back, even if it's anger. And this song is an angry anthem for people like me, people like me who are wrong in all the right ways. And Pink says that that's okay. My name is Jean Koslick, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. My coping song is I'm Going Down by Bruce Springsteen off of Born in the USA. This is a breakup song with a sense of humor. Bruce knows that the relationship's going bad. There's nothing he can do to stop it or make it better. And he's going down with the ship. is the way depression looks to me. I can see it coming from a mile away. I know it's going to be bad and I just have to ride it out. I think there's definitely some comfort in shared misery, but Max Weinberg banging away at the drums and a Clarence Clemens solo never hurt either. Bruce ends the song with an umbapalibop and you know he's going to be okay and that helps me feel like I'm going to be okay too. My name is Elaine Vidra, and I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. The song that I picked is a song by Sean Colvin called Kill the Messenger. It came out in the early 90s when I was in my early 20s, and I had been suffering from depression for a few years, hadn't told anyone, um, felt very, very alone, very scared. Um, and when I first heard the line in the song where she sings, something's gone dead inside my head, there's nothing but fear. Something's gone dead inside my head. There's nothing but fear. Oh, Jane, the rivers of grief, the tears of relief seem ages from here. Sometimes it rang so true to me, and for the first time in the longest time. I felt a little less alone. And it didn't really matter if that was exactly what she was singing about or not at all what she was singing about. In my mind, I owned it as such, uh, and it was a great source of comfort. Uh, and I did find out years later, reading interviews with her and uh, her memoir, that she did indeed, and she does, suffer from clinical depression. Hello, my name is Todd McKinney, and I live in Los Angeles, Indiana. And the song I turn to most when my depression is getting the better of me is Unthought Known by Pearl Jam. I especially love a live performance of it from June 30th, 2010. All the thoughts you never see You are always thinking Brain is wild, the brain is deep Oh, 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 you're thinking 
I was immediately drawn to its energy, um, how it builds and builds and then opens up into a solid jam. I found that energy empowering. Um, and I appreciate the lyrics for being both genuine and hopeful. Eddie Vedder acknowledges the darkness of self-doubt in the first part of the song, but works towards something more hopeful and encouraging later on. And having listened to a lot of melancholic music for a long time, I find a song like this one to be very helpful during the dark times. Your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually your friend, but I am. My name is Katie Beth Tyson, and I'm from Panama City, Florida. And the song that I have used to cope with my bipolar depressive episodes is They Might Be Giants, Birdhouse in Your Soul, particularly as covered by Paul of Tompkins and Open Mike Eagle and the cast of the Wits podcast. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. I have a secret to tell from my electrical well. It's a simple message and I'm leaving out the whistles and bells. Um, this cover of the song in particular is just relentless in its upbeat weirdness. And in times when I've been suicidal or I've felt like all the best parts of me and of the world are muted, this image of a personified bird nightlight telling its story has reminded me that I am the world. Um, still contain all of that wonderful, bizarre energy that the song reflects. My name is Brooke Hespeler. I live in Brooklyn, New York, and my depression coping song is Hard Candy Christmas from the musical The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I first discovered this song when I was 15, which was about the same time I experienced my first serious bout with depression. I would listen to that song for hours and hours on repeat. One day, I decided to take a walk. I put on my headphones, queued up the song, and at some point during the walk, I decided that the only way I was going to be able to end my depression was to end my life. So I came up with a plan to do just that. But just as I was about to follow through with that plan, I realized I was still wearing my headphones and that Hard Candy Christmas was still playing. A tiny voice in the back of my head said, 
this is the last time you're going to be able to hear this song. A minute later, a larger voice said, but I love this song. And it's such a small thing. But the idea of not being able to hear my favorite song again was enough to tamp down my suicidal impulse long enough for me to walk home and ask my parents to find me a therapist. So now I listen to that song to remind myself that I've hit rock bottom before and made it out to the other side. And it's just like the song says, I'm barely getting through tomorrow, still, I won't let sorrow bring me way down. Thank you to all of our listeners. I think music is the closest thing that we have to real live magic in our world. Some chords get played, some words get sung, and then something happens inside of you. It doesn't make any logical sense, but wow, does it ever work? And it's so fascinating to me how many different ways people with depression employ music. Folks use happy music to tell themselves that there's a lighter, sometimes sillier place somewhere, even if they can't get to it right away. Sad or even bleak music can make you feel understood and less alone, and and that's kind of comforting. I think of how many of the songs in this episode are about people who are really in a tight spot, in a pickle, but they can reflect on it. They can have some perspective, and and they're going to get through it somehow because they're singing about it. I don't know. I mean, this is the only world we have, right? The only life that we have to live. And it sounds like a cliche, but it's true. We're all in it together. You and me and the Beach Boys and the Grateful Dead and Pink and the original Broadway cast of the best little whorehouse in Texas. We have each other and we have music, which is nice. Now, keep in mind, music is not the same thing as medicine. And as great as musicians are, they don't do the same things that qualified doctors and therapists can do. So don't treat music as a substitute for getting actual treatment. If you need to see somebody, go see somebody. For more information and resources on mental illness, how to talk about it, how to start conversations about it, go visit makeitok.org. The Hilarious World of Depression is a production of American Public Media. Our producer is Chrissy Pease. Our executive producer is Kate Moose. Special thanks to Nate Toby. Our technical director is Corey Schreppel. Our guests this time around were recorded by themselves. Our theme song is called Pagliacci, and it was written and performed by our good friend Rhett Miller. You can find out more about him at rhettmiller.com. If you need help right away, Confidential help is available for free 24 hours a day, seven days a week at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 
1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. The 8255 spells talk also. We heard from so many people for these music episodes, more people than we could ever include in one or two or a dozen podcasts. So my apologies that we couldn't get to everyone. Lots of great ideas out there. Lots of wonderful songs. Speaking of hearing from people, you can write to the show at THWOD at AmericanPublicMedia.org. That's THWOD or THWOD. I've noticed a lot of people are starting to refer to the show as THWOD, which I think is kind of funny. You can also find us on Twitter at THWOD because somebody else had already taken THWOD as a Twitter handle. We've received a lot of emails since opening up our email mailbox a few weeks ago, and we haven't had a chance to respond to all of them. There are, there are a lot. But we have read every single message, and thank you, and we will respond as soon as we are able. Make sure to stop by iTunes, write a review, give us a rating. It really helps us out a lot. We'll see you next time around. I'm John Moe. Bye now. <laughs>